Welcome to the Boom Boom Performance Podcast, your resource for science-based training and nutrition, data-driven coaching, and education-focused content. Before we get into this podcast, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen and learn with me so that you can apply what you are about to learn, take my strategies, use these tools, and finally have some serious methods to see sustainable success with your physique, your mind, and your life. This podcast was built on the foundation of applied education, and I'm excited for you to be here so you can have that experience with me. Now, without any further ado, let's get on to the show. Today, I want to talk to you about why you should hire an online fitness and nutrition coach. Now, before I go off on a two-hour podcast slash sales pitch on why hiring an online fitness and nutrition coach um, is a good idea. Give me at least a little bit to prove to you that that's not the case. This is not my goal. It's not to sell you. It's not a sales pitch. None of that. This is all about information. In fact, if you listen to this podcast and you take everything I talk about and you go do it yourself or you hire somebody else, I'm happy with that. It's, this is not, like I said, this is not a sales pitch. The, the reason I wanted to do this podcast is two things. Number one, um, I wrote an article about this that was really, really popular um, a while back, actually last year, um, almost a year ago. It was October 2018. Um, and I wrote that article because I kept getting questions about the difference between online and in-person and why somebody should hire an online coach. Like, what makes you fit for online coaching? Um, and then recently, in the... Uh, private podcast Facebook group, which is still open. Um, I'm recording this on September 27th. This will air on September 30th. I said I was going to leave it open for the month of September, so make sure you do yourself a favor and click the link in the description and join the group. But I got a bunch of questions in there. I've had questions in the past, um, some that I've answered on the podcast in brief de- in like a, a brief way, some that I've gone in massive detail for, some that I haven't even answered at all. And it's always along lines of like, what does your online coaching look like? And although there's elements to my specific coaching that will not be revealed because you have to hire us and work with us to see the magic <laughs> in, in the works, um, there's got to be some mystery to it um, as why it works so well with us. But um, I wanted to do an actual podcast breaking down why I think it's beneficial to hire a coach. Um, I am a huge advocate of coaching in all areas of my life. I have somebody who does my training. I have somebody who does my nutrition. Um, I have somebody who has helped me with business always. Like I've always had like a business coach, a business mentor. Um, I have somebody right now who's helped me with life. I mean, just guidance. Uh, everything about myself as a man, as an individual, as a husband, as a father, um, as a person, as a go-giver, um, all these different aspects of life that I want to explore and just be better with, right, and, and grow in. Um, so... My point being is I'm, I'm a super big advocate of coaching. It's why that's exactly what I do for a living. It's what I sell. I really, really am passionate about it, and I really, really do believe in it. Um, and I want to encourage everybody listening to this to go hire a coach. I think it's unbelievably valuable, whether you are trading services to get coaching, whether you are hiring a coach in your business, in your relationship, in your fitness, in your nutrition. It doesn't matter. The point is, is you have somebody that you respect, that you look up to, and who has greater experience and or knowledge than you in a specific area of your life, and they are guiding you through the trials and tribulations to become more successful. That's that's the overarching point here. 
Um, so I want to dive into this specifically into what I do, which is uh, online fitness and nutrition coaching. Um, it's what me and my team does, my team and I, I should say. Um, this is what we do for a living full-time, all of us. This is all we do. All we do, we eat, eat shit, breathe, and what is it? Eat, sleep, and breathe. <laughs> I said eat sl- shit. We don't shit coaching. <laughs> we eat, sleep, and breathe coaching. <laughs> we live this life. We, we love coaching. So like as I go into this, I mean, obviously I know I'm biased. Um, I am an online fitness and nutrition coach, but I've also been a personal trainer for clients in person. In fact, that's how this all started. Um, and, and in fact, I did that for much longer than I've been an online coach. And I would argue that you should probably be an in-person coach before you be an online coach. It's just my personal, and maybe I am biased because that's the way my uh, up bringing what happened, but I know a lot of very successful online coaches who would agree with that because there's a different type of experience you get when you get hands-on working with people, when you're in a community, when you feel the culture of a gym shift in work, and it's just different, and I think you need to be a part of that in some way, shape, or form, and you need to learn how to communicate and connect with people in person prior to jumping in online fitness, um, and it's and again, it's, it's what I did well before I became an online coach. I was a personal trainer at a training facility six days a week, sometimes seven, coaching hundreds and hundreds of people over the course of several years. It was like six and a half, seven years. I was an in-person coach. Um, Maybe more because I coached people for free before I got to college, while I was in college, as an intern, and then I got hired and I started coaching people. So I've been doing this since I was 18. Like I literally started this right before I turned uh, 19 years old. Um, So this article comes from a place in comparison of the two, actually. I want to talk about the reasons why coaches in general are key to your physical and mental success, while also pointing out that specific keys to why an online fitness and nutrition coach may be a level up above the rest. Yes, a level up. In fact, John Russin just posted something on Facebook that I think a lot of people took by shock, and he said, in, or he said online coaching is much more difficult than in-person coaching. And it was something of the effects of people get it twisted. And I think people do. I think people misunderstand what it takes to be a, a successful online coach and what it takes to truly and successfully coach people and get people results online. Um, and I actually do think that there... This is why I stopped in-person coaching. This is why I didn't pursue owning a gym or anything. And this is why I went and started my online coaching business and why I wanted to coach people online is not only because I wanted to reach more people, obviously, because I have a bigger uh, sea to fish from when it's solely online, um, but also because I was getting better results with people online with the few things that I'm going to share with you today. So before I give away my points, (laughs) I have seven of them, Um, but... I do think uh, online coaching is a level up. And by the end of this podcast, whether you hire myself or my team um, to work with you or any other coach for that matter, whether it's one of my colleagues or somebody you just feel you relate to and you respect and you appreciate because I think that's very, very important. There's a lot of smart, brilliant coaches out here. Um, But you have to find somebody that you personally connect with because that connection is what's going to build accountability and trust along the way. Um, So whether you hire us or somebody else or or nobody at all, you're going to have seven massive takeaways from this, I hope, that you will actually be able to immediately implement into your physical journey. Like That's the goal here. That's right. No matter what, I want you to leave this podcast with some massive takeaways that will set you apart to help your results reach the next level, coaching or not. And the first point I'm going to make here is systems. It's all about systems. This is the biggest reason why coaching is acquired by people. It provides the structure and the systems needed to take results from average to unbelievable. And oftentimes, this is why people actually hire coaches 
in general. They see the systems and they think this is what they need, even though it's not the deep why behind it always. Usually they have an emotional buy-in uh, that oftentimes they are completely unaware of. It's subconscious, but more on that later on. We're going to talk about why that's important, but for now, let's talk systems. This is the first point. Systems are super important, and this is one of the biggest things inside of coaching. It's why I say the three aspects of coaching that every, every person needs to encompass as a coach and every client needs to seek out in a coach is strategy, accountability, and connection. Strategy is the systems. Accountability is something else we're going to touch on, and connection is something else we're going to touch on today, too, within these seven points. But the first one is strategy, and within strategy is systems. If you do not have a strategy, you don't have education, you don't have research, you don't have information, you don't have juice to back up what you are doing. And within that structure and within that strategy, you need to have systems in place to provide people step-by-step ways to get success, period. Training program design is the first one. It's an extremely complicated practice that takes years of studying experience and implementation to be mastered. It's quite literally the system of training and fitness. And I, and I get questions about, it. this is probably some of the most difficult questions to answer is program design. This is why it's so important to just let somebody else do your programming, right? Like shout out to the people in the elite who, who do the programs in there and who the people in there have been like consistent with doing those programs. That's why they're seeing great results is because they follow a structured system. And I get questions on training programs on all the time, and I, it, it turns into an hour-long rant every question because there's so many routes to take. It truly is an art. You know, you don't ask Picasso, hey, how did you – I don't even know. Did he – This people are going to laugh when I say this. Did he do the Mona Lisa? Is that Picasso? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what art Picasso did. My point with it is, is you don't ask Picasso, hey, how did you come up with that art piece? Like, he don't fucking know. It just came about. His creative mind intuitively created these things. And it's an accumulation, I'm sure, of years and years and years of studying other art and looking at other art and practicing other art. That's how training program design is built. It's, it's from years of reading other books, coaching with other people, running other programs, writing thousands and thousands of programs, right? Trying new things with clients, with yourself, so on and so forth. Um, and that's how program design comes about. But Again, it is one of the biggest key systems in getting successful results. So when you hire an online training or nutrition coach or both, the training program is one of the, it's the cream of the crop. It's something that you follow in order to guide you through the path of successfully, progressively changing your body, right? You want to successfully accomplish progressive overload. You want to successfully accomplish structured variation. You want to successfully see results week after week, month after month, year after year. And training program design is the stimulus that creates that. The next one is macronutrient prescription, obviously a very important system. It's another deep concept of nutrition that seems simple on the surface because it's three numbers you follow, protein, carbs, and fat. But within those numbers comes individual needs, hormonal and neurological benefits and detriments, recovery implications, performance enhancement, personal preferences, and so much more. By the way, I give this away in two different places. So I'm not going to dive deep into what that looks like from an actual specific system in the detail because there's a free ebook you can grab in the description of this podcast, The Nutrition Hierarchy, completely free. And there's also an episode I literally just did last week all on macros. So I'm going to link that in the show notes as well. But if you're confused by macros, go check those out. But the point with this is, is the first reason on my list of why you hire online fitness and nutrition coaches is because it's all about systems. And one of those systems is macronutrient prescription. Metrics is next. Metrics are the way we track all of this, training, nutrition, biofeedback, weight, all that stuff. 
because of metrics, uh, because without metrics to show what is working and what's not, well, how do you actually see results over time? You don't. So being able to have a system around your metrics to not only track the progress, but also ensure the progress is a massive key component in online fitness and nutrition coaching. What's not trackable is not progressible. I don't even know if progressible is a word, but I'm sure you guys can put those syllables together and understand what I'm trying to get across. I'm in a funny mood today. The point being is if you can't track it, you can't progress it, period. But each of these three categories can actually spiderweb into many more micro categories because everyone is so individual and their individual needs must be met within the coaching relationship. That's why we are big proponents of an individualized coaching program. And I would also say that we are one of the uh, main people who is truly individualized in the game. It's how we fit the plan to the lifestyle and not the other way around. We do not try to cram somebody's lifestyle into a plan, into a training, into a nutrition, unless they are ready for a lifestyle change. Because that happens too. But in most cases, we want to fit the plan, the training, the nutrition into the person's lifestyle, not the other way around. So the first point I wanted to make today is it's all about systems. Systems are where your strategy, your education, your research-backed information, your experience, your methods, your tools, all of these things that actually create results, it's where we structure them in a way that the client can actually understand what the hell is going on, why we are doing it, and how it's working so that they can A, see results, and B, learn how these results are happening, and C, sustain those results long-term. Training program design, macronutrient prescription, and metrics are three key systems that are fundamental and super valuable in why online fitness and nutrition coaching is so powerful. Number two is accountability. This is like the glue that holds all the pieces together. I should almost put this last because oftentimes none of it works without this piece, but the truth is this is too important to not talk about it right away. Accountability is being in touch with the coach constantly. Accountability is having real conversations and frequent communication about what's going well and what's not going well that needs to be improved. Accountability is simply support because without that, it feels like you are alone in this game. Accountability is having trust in somebody so they can guide you to the final destination you're seeking, your result. Accountability is having somebody in your corner that cares about you who you actually care about just as much. Therefore, neither of you wants to disappoint the other person. Accountability is a simple checkup to keep a little fire under your ass constantly, which just keeps you motivated much more than it normally would. Accountability is everything when it comes to seeing results, and it's used in every single area that coaching is available. It's why nowadays coaching is literally in every industry. I mean, like, literally. Tech, service, fitness, banking, finance, entrepreneurship, parenthood, <laughs> like coaching is everywhere. Coaching is a fundamental key. Accountability is a fundamental key. We're tribal beings. We are humans. So by nature, we need human connection and we need to feel loyalty to another human being. We need to feel accountable to another human being. We need to be supported. We are not meant to do anything alone. We are tribal by nature. In fact, if you go study some tribalism, it's actually very interesting how the human mind works, how the human brain works. And I would even argue that the gut and the heart play a role in this as well of, because there is an emotional buy-in to all of this. But the point being is accountability is literally the glue. So when we talk about all the different systems and strategies and all the different elements I'm going to go over here that make coaching work, 
accountability is the glue that takes all these pieces and molds it together and makes it one. And if it's not one, you won't get results. And accountability ties over right into the next thing, consistency. Now that you have the systems and you have some accountability, you can finally have some serious consistency. We all, we all know that this one is one of the biggest factors in seeing results no matter what because there's no quick fix. Like let's be real here. Even the detoxes, cleanses, and whatever else you can get to help you shed seven pounds in seven days are not really a quick fix because after those seven days, you gain majority right back and never really learned a thing about how you truly got in shape in the first place because you didn't really get in shape. They're like taking a couple shots of tequila. You feel great. You have a blast while you're doing it, but in the morning, you regret doing it and you tell yourself you'll never do it again. Possibly a horrible analogy, but my point being is it's short-lived. It's a short-term gratification. Online fitness and nutrition coaching is like a great wine. So screw the tequila. Let's drink some wine. You guys know I'm a wino. It's been aged. It took a long time to get this good. You can trust its quality, and it actually lasts a while. And when you're done, you feel good about your decision. You don't regret a thing. Speaking of wine, it's because you sipped slowly, enjoyed your time, and you probably don't have nearly the hangover you did with tequila shots. When speaking of coaching, it's because your results stuck. You learned a lot during the process. You had a good experience. And afterwards, you don't need to recover or bounce back from anything at all if things were done right. And it might sound like a funny analogy, but it describes it pretty well because consistency is the key. And without it, you will just cycle in a loop of frustration. You need to spend weeks and weeks, if not months, practicing the protocols taught in a good online coaching program in order to see the results they provide and for them to last a long period of time. But now that you have the systems and accountability, it's not that difficult to stay consistent either. Your coach keeps you on point. You have the exact roadmap to get there, and you're being supported during the entire process. So again, coaching is like wine in a way. Because if things are done properly, it lasts a long time. And you understand why it was so good, right? Like that's the big key here. And good coaching leaves you with an exit strategy. I have to put that in, which is going to lead us to the next point, and that's education. Good coaching is about education. This is where a lot of coaches actually drop the ball, but also where the best coaches rise to the top of the crop. It's very, very important to educate properly. If you do not educate properly as a coach, your client will not stay consistent. Your client will not have self-belief in the program. If your client does not have self-belief, your client will have a hard time adhering. If you cannot adhere, you cannot have consistency. If you don't have consistency, you don't have results. So when people are telling me that their clients aren't staying adherent, their clients aren't following the program, their clients aren't getting results, I always come back to education before anything else. It's like when somebody is like, hey, I'm really stressed out. What are some good routine habits to to get me out of stress? What do you do for meditation? What do you do for journaling? And we always go, hey, are you sleeping seven to eight hours a night? Right? Like that's always that pullback. Hey, I'm not losing weight. I'm in a deficit. I don't know what's happening. Hey, are you sleeping enough? Hey, I'm not recovering from my workouts. Hey, are you sleeping enough? Like, it's always, it's always the thing that we come right back to because it's so unbelievably important and it's the foundation. I always, when when I start up a new client, I talk about how we're going to build and we're going to prime them first, right? We go through a priming phase before we go into a deficit or any type of serious periodization plan with their nutrition because that priming phase sets the tone for consistency, habits, my systems and how they use my systems. I should say our systems because we all use the same systems on my team and how their metabolism is going to handle things. I want to make sure they're in a good place hormonally too. Well, this priming phase inside of 
coaching is education. It's the same exact thing. And this is why a lot of people drop the ball. They're either afraid to go over the client's head, they're afraid to give away their secrets, or they don't know enough to actually educate. And if you don't know enough to actually educate in massive detail, I don't think you should be coaching. This is why I love this quote so much. Education builds compliance. Three words. Jason Phillips, thank you so much for saying that quote. I heard him say that in 2017, and I, it stuck with me ever since, And I was because I, I, I screamed yes. I was like, fuck yes, dude. This is exactly what I've been saying. Something that I've always practiced. My team stands by with every single client we serve. And I truly believe helps us create the results our clients see. I, I really do think this. Jason said it perfectly, and that's why you quote him all the time. But the reality is, is when going into an online coaching program, you should be searching for education. Unfortunately, many coaches try to keep their strategies and methods to themselves as if they're macro protocols or some form of like black magic or something that only their personal wizardry is capable of handling. It's like, no. And this is why people always say like, why do you give so much away in your nutrition hierarchy? I literally give all the answers. It's like, because I want people to learn. There's more to coaching than just information. So much more. It's an application, right? Application of the information. So give them all the information. See, what we tell our clients on the very first consultation call that we ever have with them is that we know we are not going to work with them forever. We know that. We tell them and we acknowledge that. And we know that they are going to leave us eventually and we fully support that. But this is proof that we care about them seeing results and keeping those results more than anything else. Because of that, we build their trust and trust is so important in the coaching relationship because that's what creates self-belief inside of the program. And it ensures the client that we have their best interest at hand because we do. That's why we do this. And we do this so that when they leave our coaching program, they can continue to see results. Because guess what? They not only have the results, they know exactly how they got the results. The what, the why, the how. It also opens up the door for education. It lets them know that we need them to be ready to learn, to open and expand their knowledge base before we even get into anything, to understand that without proper education, things become a lot more confusing and confusion leads to inconsistency and lack of compliance. It's the buy-in to this health journey in the first place. When we educate, people see better results because things make sense. Would you change everything in your diet just because somebody told you to? Probably not. But what if they told you to change X because of X and it'll respond in your body in X ways while affecting X hormones and pushing your performance like blank. Now you have buy-in. Now it makes sense. Now you believe in the method. Now you will be consistent and you will be compliant. I know there was a lot of X's and blanks there, but the point is, is we explained every part of the process. We showed you that this is going to lead to this because of this, and that'll show this so that our result will be this. See, education is one of the biggest factors in successful online coaching, which is why our goal is to teach our clients as much as possible. It's what leads to results that stick. And it's also why my content and my role and my title as a human being is not just a coach, but it is an educator. It's unbelievably important. Number five, empathy. Online coaching is having someone who is not only empathetic in the sense that they put themselves in your shoes, but in the sense that they've actually been in your shoes. Really good online coaches have walked the walk, and they continue to walk that walk. They've had their own personal transformation. Genetically gifted or not, they've had personal struggles with their body that they need to overcome. Oftentimes, it's the ungenetically gifted individuals that have the most compassion inside of coaching. They know what being self-conscious and lacking confidence feels like. 
They know what it feels like to be stuck, hit plateaus, and not have the immediate answer to their frustrations. They understand the frustration of being patient and trusting the process and how important that is and how hard that is. The main point is they understand the evolution of a coach and becoming a coach, something I took from another good mentor over the years, Garrett J. White from Wake Up Warrior, is learn, live, teach. That's his philosophy. Learn, then live, then teach. We learn it, we live it, we teach it. If you skip that live part and you're just learning and trying to teach, you don't understand the application. And application is everything. Yes, information is good, but without application, we see nothing with that information. It's just thoughts and ideas in our heads. It's honestly another reason why I love my team so much. We've all been there. Like literally, like talking from, and I'm going to get everybody on the podcast. We have a team meeting after this, actually, and I'm scheduling podcasts with everybody. So we'll dive into everybody's stories again, because we had a lot of people request that when I posted a question for who should I have on the podcast. But we've all been there. I've been overweight. I've been on stage. I've regained that weight. I've had to reverse diet. I've done all the fad diets. I've done everything. I've had my own insecurities. I've been there. I've been too busy to take care of myself. I've gone too hard in the gym to take care of myself, to recover. My coaches have been overweight. They've been underweight. They've had food disorders. They've had hormonal dysfunctions, right? They've been on every end of the spectrum, each and every one of us. And we've all been through transformations and we've all been through every type of training, bodybuilding, fighting, CrossFit, like it's crazy. Why? Because we lived it. In fact, we started living it before we learned it. We lived it, then learned it, and then lived it longer, and now we teach it. So unbelievably important, and that's what builds empathy inside of coaching. Number six, assessing and adjusting. I often tell people when talking about coaching, especially when I'm on the phone, I say the magic lies in the adjustments, right? And that's kind of like saying the magic lies in application. I did a story the other day on my Instagram. Um, I don't know if you guys have been watching, but I've been doing these daily lessons, and I took this lesson away from a coaching call that I had with a new client. And he said, you know, I get the information. I have your book. I've, I've listened to your, all your podcasts. I understand. I watch your videos. I read. I, I study. I've worked with I get it. I get the information. What I don't have is accountability, and I, what I don't understand how to do is application. I have all the information, but I'm not accountable, and I don't know how to apply it. That's where the magic lies, and that is assessing and adjusting. That's the application. And the reason I say this is because you'll never give someone a training program and a macro intake once and just watch the results happen over time. It doesn't happen. You don't create a macro ratio or a macro prescription and say, okay, cool, I'll I'll see you in eight months and you'll be ripped. Hell no. You create a baseline first. You establish their fitness and dietary foundation. You manipulate that after weeks. Usually you stay there for a good two to four weeks, let that soak up and let that prime their body, and then you start manipulating every two to three weeks from there to see things happen, see what happens, how the body adapts and figure out what's working, what's not. Consider where they have struggles with adherence and adjust things to make it easier. And over the course of weeks and months, you're adjusting many different variables until you find kind of like their sweet spot. This is where you actually stop tweaking, let their body take it in, all that you've given it and begin to watch it really make changes. And then guess what? Eventually you adjust again. Because you'll notice there were many steps after the initial protocol was laid out for that individual. There was many adjustments. There was many steps. There was many processes. This is because we need to constantly assess progress, what's working and what's not, and make adjustments according to the metrics we find from those assessments. Part of this in good coaching is called biofeedback. Biofeedback are the markers 
like all the things that we look for to let us know what's going on physiologically and neurologically and then determine what will happen physically due to those markers. Things like sleep, stress, mood, cravings, hunger, performance, fatigue, sex drive, so on and so forth. You guys know a lot about that. Um, I think I've written an article on it. I'll link that in the show notes as well. But those things are physiological, neurological cues that tell us what to adjust in order to see a physical change. So this whole ad- ad- assessing and adjusting process, is it's very ongoing. It's very constant. And this is the application side coaching. This is one of the biggest reasons why online coaching is so important. We have accountability. We have support. We have strategy. We have these systems. Once we have all these things along the way, we need to constantly assess every week. We're assessing, adjusting, assessing, adjusting. Sometimes it's assessing and waiting, assessing and waiting, assessing and waiting, and then we make a big adjustment. And then guess what? We assess and wait, assess and wait, assess and wait, make an adjustment, assess and wait, assess and wait. And it's a process. For some people, it's adjust, adjust, adjust. Cool, we hit it, let's ride it out. And it may be weeks and weeks, sometimes even a couple months, few months. I've had plenty of clients where we assess, we make an adjustment, and that adjustment rides out for months on end. I have other clients where... I adjust, nothing happens. I adjust, nothing happens. I adjust, nothing happens. I adjust, finally something happens, but guess what? Three, four weeks from now, nothing happens. Got to adjust again. Everybody's body is so different and individual. And again, one of the biggest reasons, I didn't even put that. I can't even believe I didn't put that as a, I have seven points here as why you should hire an online fitness and nutrition coach. And individual, individualism wasn't one of them. But the reality is, is individually, it kind of encompasses all this. Individualization encompasses all this. You can't do any of this without having some individual buy-in. The last thing, go-giver. Last but definitely not least, it's just a simple act of giving. This is why I'm a coach. Honestly, I just love helping people, period. It's always why I've been this. But part of that means giving as much as I can without ever asking for anything in return. And this is exactly what I've done for the past eight-plus years in my coaching career. Shit, nine years now? Eight and a half years. But good coaching usually, good coaches, I should say, usually did this shit for free at first. It was just to give and for the sake of improving someone's results because that's what really sets us off. That's what really drives us to do this is seeing the success. And the reason I put this on here was not... For any other reason besides the fact that if you are searching for a coach, you should look for somebody who is naturally a go-giver, somebody who just loves to help. Shit, I just did an email the other day, and the whole newsletter was just, hey, ask me any question. Like, let me help you. And I woke up the next day with so many emails. It took me a while, but I answered them all by last night. I finished them because I love to give. These people don't pay me. I just wanted to help them. And I individually helped each one of them with a unique answer to their unique question or problem. Like, that's what coaching is about. It's about being a go-giver. Somebody who will give guidance, answers, strategies, help, tools, just anything to do to help you move forward just because they fucking love to. Now, I will add to that that sometimes it's not that easy. In my career, I've literally answered tens of thousands of questions via emails, comments, DMs, podcasts, phone calls, like you name it. There's been a lot of situations where the question is just way too individual to give serious guidance without coaching, but I've never sugarcoated that. I'll tell people. Like a good example is like somebody reaches out and they're like, I'm 5'4", 157 pounds. I want to drop 15 to 20 pounds. I train four days a week. I'm doing cardio. I consume 1,700 calories and I have a history of hypothyroidism. What would you do? I want to drop weight. And it's like, uh, well, first of all, 
that's my job. Second of all, I have 27 more questions, right? Like, I mean, do you function better on high carb or low carb? Have you tried the opposite of what you usually function on? Do you train CrossFit? Do you train bodybuilding? Do you train circuit training? Do you just do soul cycle? Like, what are, what are your favorite foods? Like, what are your biggest struggles with following a diet? How consistent are you? So, like, are you actually following 1,700 calories? Do you measure your foods? Do you have any cheat meals or refeeds or diet breaks? Like, how long have you been dieting? Right? Like, there's so many things I could ask that that would take things further and further and further. Um, and I do help people as much as I can. I honestly do. And that's why I tell you guys, ask me as many questions as I can. And I'll give you as much info as I can. Like, you guys hear me on this podcast. I go as deep as I can. But a lot of times I'll say, like, hey, like, I probably have 27 more questions. I'm just going to be completely real with you. The best thing for you to do is apply for coaching. You'll get a free call. There's no commitment risk with it. Get on the call with us. Let us educate you on why you're stuck and what it would take to get there. And if coaching is a good fit, we'll move forward. Right? Because, like, I'm open with them. I'm like, hey, like, I'm going to answer all your questions on the phone call. And it's going to be a lot easier because I can fire off 10 more questions. You can give me the answer and I'll give you the answers. But all of that is... It's logical thought processes. It's an idea, right? It's a projected plan, but it's not application. So no matter what information I give you on the phone, there's still accountability and application that follows that. There's still systems and structures. And things might change after a couple weeks. And I tell them that in the email. I'm like, hey, like, this is what I think. Like, I actually had a really good one. This is how good it was. I'm literally going to open my email and find it because I did that... Um, email where I said, ask me anything. And this is the question. And I get these all the time. I've been in a reverse diet since around May, and I think I finally hit my maintenance. I'm not really sure. I'm 5'3", 140 pounds. Macros are at 250 carb, 55 fat, 130 pound uh, protein. I'm lifting five days a week, and right now, my only cardio is 10K steps a day. I definitely have some body fat, but I'm also pretty muscular to the point that people tell me that they can tell I work out. I'm not sure when I will begin cutting again. I have definitely wanted to spend some time at maintenance since dieting has basically been my life since I was a teenager, but I've been thinking about when I do begin dieting, how I want to start it off. I have a pretty adaptive metabolism, but I'm not sure how many grams of carbs I should drop right off the bat. I get extremely discouraged when I do not see results at the beginning of a diet, so I think a more aggressive approach would work best for me. But I also don't want to cut too much since the last time I was dieting, I ended up not making much progress and my biofeedback was beyond trash because I kept going lower and lower without seeing any results. So I wanted to ask your advice on how you think I should approach this. My goal is to drop 15 to 20 pounds and get to a level of leanness that I can maintain without feeling terrible and not being in poverty macros in order to maintain it. Should I start by increasing my cardio or go after my carbs and drop 50 grams instantly or would that be too many carbs at the beginning? I'm not really sure how to go about this when I decide to cut. That was a very, very specific, long and detailed question. So what I said is I I was talking to her about something else she said in there first then I said, you know, this is a really hard one. Honestly, it's so difficult because I do not want to give you black and white answer because there isn't one. But if I had to guess based on what you just told me, here's how my mind would work. But again, these are just thoughts. You know, it depends in quotes. Number one, don't add any cardio until you are ready to cut. Number two, add cardio and drop calories together. I didn't tell her why, but the reason why is because if we need an aggressive approach because she does have a hyper-respondent metabolism, then we're probably going to want to make a big initial bump and kick and kind of shock to her metabolism to get things going. 
Number three, cardio would be one day of metabolic conditioning, assuming you continue to lift five days per week. Number four, maintain 10,000 steps per day while cutting, meaning you have to track this to make sure that you maintain that because as you drop calories, NEAT will lower naturally. Number five, drop calories by 10 to 20%, aggressive approach through some fats, five to 10 grams, and some carbs because you have a good level of muscle and you are a weightlifter. My goal would be to keep carbs higher as uh, as far as the ratio goes within your macros, mainly because you do have more muscle mass, you do train hard, you do train often, and I find better success with fat loss with clients who have more muscle mass on a higher carb approach. Number six, bring protein up to 140 to 150 grams. Number seven, stay there for seven to 10 days while refeeding every two to three, uh, refeeding four, two to three days back to back after every deficit phase. So it's a, a week to a week and a half of dieting, two to three days refeeding. I said, now again, this looks amazing on paper, but things change and inside coaching, we adjust so many things along the way. So it's hard to say that what would work and how I'd adjust as the weeks go on. But as you can see, it's a very, very detailed answer because I want to give. I didn't drop a link to my coaching. I didn't tell her to get on a call with me, although I think she should. (laughs) I just gave value. So my last point with this is coaches are go-givers. And if you find a coach that is not a go-giver, he was a salesman before he was a coach. If you find a coach that is a go-giver who has a successful business, he was a coach before he was a salesman. Sometimes he's still not even a salesman. He's just a coach. And because of that, he's successful. So again, to kind of recap this, Number one, systems matter. Get yours in place. Whether you find a coach or not, systems are important. That is the strategy that allows you to see any type of success. Number two, accountability is the glue that keeps the strategies and the methods together in the long run. Three, get relentlessly consistent and you're going to see 10 times the results. Four, seek education because education builds compliance. Compliance builds adherence. Adherence is what leads to more consistency. Consistency is what leads to results. Number five, empathy is key. Because we need to find resources we can relate to and that relate to us. That's how stuff becomes believable and achievable. It's how we connect with other human beings. It's how we feel supported. It's how we feel trusting. It's how we feel loyalty. It's how we create success. You need empathy inside your coaching. It's how we build relationships. It's more than just macros and and numbers on on a program. Number six, the magic is within the adjustments. So constantly assessing progress along the way and tweaking things as you go, but not always prematurely because you you can't do things too soon. You got to be patient. It's a big, big key. Adjustments. So assess and adjust, assess and adjust. That is the application inside of coaching. And number seven, seek a coach who wants to give more. Coaches start as go-givers. This is super, super key. And just to kind of put the icing on the cake, giving you the main reason why an online fitness and nutrition coach may trump any other form of coaching is because it's constant. When you leave the gym, they are with you. When you're at home in the kitchen, they are available. When you need answers randomly throughout the week or while traveling, they are only one email or message away. In fact, a recent study compared weight loss groups and programs to that of an online group and the online group actually outperformed the rest and the logic behind it was this very reason. It was because the constant... Uh, The accountability felt constant. The support felt constant. Having a group of people or a coach that you could reach out to at any time was always there. It's unbelievably important, guys. So I'm going to wrap it up at that. 
went a little bit longer than I expected. But the point here was I want to do a podcast on why you should hire an online fitness and nutrition coach. Um, a, because that's what I do for a living. B, it's because I, I constantly have a coach in my life and I find it so unbelievably valuable. It's priceless. Um, C, because I wrote a blog on it and I thought it would be a good way to repurpose that content and get more people to understand the concepts of this because it was a really popular blog and it was requested highly. Um, and what is that, D? I think I'm on D. Um, I had a bunch of questions about our coaching process, what does it look like, so on and so forth lately for the podcast. So I figured instead of keep doing it on Q&As, I would do a whole podcast on the benefits behind hiring an online coach. Strategy and systems, accountability, consistency, education, empathy, assessing and adjusting the application beyond the process, and go-giving, being a go-giver. Within all those things, every individual coach has a unique ability to apply those things into a person's life. So what you get with us will be beyond just what is spoken in this podcast, but it is accumulation of these aspects. And I truly believe that great coaching has each of these in place. Before I let you go, I just want to say thanks. I seriously appreciate you spending this last hour or so with me, educating yourself to get better results. It still humbles me to this day that people around the world literally have me in their headphones or their speakers just to learn. It's so empowering and because of that, I have three quick things for you. The first one is a personal favor. Please leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. When you do this, not only does it help me learn and get better at making podcasts for you to get better results, but it helps us grow inside of iTunes, which allows us to invest more, again, to get you better results. The second thing, Head over to boomboomformance.com slash sign dash up or click the link in the show notes to get your free copy of the nutrition hierarchy. This is everything you need to know about nutrition to change your body composition or performance inside of a manual. I take the leading evidence inside of research and all the principles, methods, and tools based on some of the top professionals in the industry, and I put them all in a book so you can learn more about your nutrition and get better results. The third thing, this is a personal invitation to shoot me a DM on Instagram or email me at Cody at BoomBoomPerformance.com. I will help you troubleshoot anything you need. This is literally an invitation to jump in my inbox and ask me anything you want and let me help you. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this time. I appreciate you being here and I'll see you next time.